Welcome, everyone. Today, I'm joined by Melissa Smith, Managing Editor of Content Solutions, to talk about articles focused on reaching consumers with the right message at the right time and the strategies and mindset that will help loan officers and brokers succeed in this market. Melissa, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for having me back. I love having you on. We always talk about uh, some of the articles that our audience is really interested in that might be what we call service journalism, which is really, it's not so much news, but about how to how to uh, run their business. It's sponsored content. It's, it's a lot of different media, and I love talking about it. So first, let's focus on the content pieces that are really talking about the consumer, how to reach the consumer, how to support the consumer. I'm, I'm sure that in the history of mortgage, this is one of the times when that focus on the consumer is so important. This is not a refi market. This is purchase. So we know reaching those uh, consumers is all important. So tell me about the first one you have. Sure. So I love starting out with this topic because we have a great piece from Maxwell. Um, the headline is how to reach the growing segment of Hispanic American home buyers in 2023. And they did a full survey of a thousand Hispanic borrowers, and they really found all of these different common barriers to entry um, and just compiled a lot of data for this story. Um, Some of it was alarming, um, including the stat that almost half, 49% to be exact, of Hispanic borrowers thought about giving up on their home loan because their lender didn't provide enough support. Um, So a lot of data in there like that, but it also really highlights a good opportunity for lenders on where they can step up and reach a demographic that's growing. I think this is so important. We know that this is the fastest growing demographic of home buyers in the United States. It's just going to continue to do that. If you're not serving Hispanic home home buyers, you are really missing out. And I also think it comes down to why a lot of people got into this business. They want to put people in homes. So the fact that the the application process is so onerous all these years later after we've been trying to do, you know, use technology to make it better processes, operations, the whole thing is like, it's just like, no, let's, let's kill that right now because we know that there are better processes out there. Absolutely. I mean, I think about the closing docs that I signed and reading through those were confusing and English is my first language. So just imagining that with English, not as your first language, I, I can't. And Maxwell has a, um, it's a loan application translator or it's translated into Spanish already. What, what is it that they're offering there? So they're really, it, it, the piece itself is looking into advice on how to support that demographic. Um, so they offer some key advice in that area and I encourage readers to go check it out. That's great. Um, Love that. The next one that I wanted to talk about was something from CoreLogic, and it was like getting ahead of a turbulent market with consumer data. And it really talked about getting to the consumer first. Tell us a little bit about that one. Sure. So, I mean, specifically for this piece, home equity played a huge part. Um, CoreLogic has a prospecting solution that um, can really help lenders identify consumers that have a higher probability of um, a buyer, a buying pattern that would identify that they're interested in like a HELOC or something of that nature. So it's really all about using that data to um, get to the consumer first and retain that consumer by almost knowing their needs before they do. 
And we've all experienced that um, with different, you know, consumer facing products where it's like, if if they come to you at the right time, just when you're t- starting to think about it, so often they're going to win your business. It's a timing game uh, above all else. And so knowing your consumers, having the kind of data that that triggers when when you should be offering them things is really key right now. Absolutely. And this is like, really tuned in. I mean, I think we've all probably gotten that email from our lender, you know, two, three years into a home that's like, hey, just checking in there. But this is really identifying how to be as precise as possible with your consumer to serve them in the best way for them. I feel like too, I mean, it would be a shame right now if it was just like that whole low tech approach of like, oh, you know, let's, let's just, uh, oh, dear, dear, homeowner or, you know, do you want to sell and we're this, but I mean, if, if they're in your portfolio, this should be somebody, you know, very well, and that you can really customize the message to, and the timing should be very accurate. I mean, we have all of that capability now, so why not take advantage of it? For sure. And I think we say this in every market, but this market specifically retention, retention, retention. So any way to do that possible. And, and this is definitely one of them. Absolutely. Well, I encourage people to go read that. Um, The next section of articles I wanted to talk about are really focused on loan officers or loan originators. And I think that this is so interesting because we know that like there have been a lot of layoffs this year, obviously the whole right sizing and the downsizing that we've seen across the board, across the industry. And so if you're a, a loan originator, if you're a loan officer out there or a broker, I mean, it can be pretty discouraging. So we actually have quite a bit of content that is aimed at that LO or broker to say, here's what you should be looking at. Here are some really great practical tips. So walk us through some of that. Sure. I mean, first up, the exciting part of this for me is that we're hitting the segment of the audience through multiple types of content. Um, So I know we'll be talking a lot about some of our service journalism content that you mentioned earlier, um, which again, not a huge fan of the term. We're working on it. Um, but it's really just all about directly to the audience about how they can build their business, how they can level up in their career. Um, but we also see it on the sponsored side. There's actually a lot of overlap there in terms of our clients want to help this audience too. Um, and a great example of that is this executive conversation we have, um, from Rocket Pro TPO. We interviewed Mike Fawaz. He is a senior vice president at Rocket Pro TPO And he walks us through how LOs and brokers should approach 2023. And it's just a really great piece. And, you know, everyone is looking towards that, right? We're so close to the end of the year right now. And it's kind of like, what does this look like? How do I get ready for a year in this market? You know, how... You know, last year at this time, it was still kind of like, how do I take some time off because I'm just overwhelmed by how many loans I have and how much business I have. And, you know, that is not where we are today, obviously. And so I think it's a really great look at like, here's what you should be doing to get ready for 2023. And, you know, it's some great, very practical advice. That's what I love about these articles is they're like, you know, like one of the questions we asked is like, where should they start? What are some actionable steps they should take? And he has really great advice. Absolutely. And a little look behind the scenes. The first question we ask is, you know, there's two types of mindsets that we've seen a lot over and over in this market. And one of which is like the grow in turmoil, you know, innovate that really like rah, rah, let's go get them. Um, But then of course, there's the other mindset of, I just got to hunker down and get through this. And um, I used that phrase in the question, hunker down. I rewrote it a couple of times and I was like, no, that's honestly the most appropriate term here. And um, 
Mike, I love his response to this. He said, the best time to lean into business is when others are leaning out. And, and I think that just encapsulates the whole thing. That one's really interesting too, because it's rocket folks, you know, it's the rocket pro TPO, which obviously is a growing part of their business because brokers and wholesale are just, you know, uh, very big right now. It's that relational part of their business. And so, um, not that they don't have a relationship with consumers through their regular brand, but I, I do feel like this is especially interesting right now. What else do we have? Um, what other advice do we have? So much. <laughs> We've got a great piece from um, one of our editors, Jessica Davis. Um, she wrote The War for Top Talent and Why LO's Move Shop. And oh my gosh, the roster of people she talked to for this. She talked to Robert Lipston. He's EVP of Loan Production at Evergreen. Um, we talked to Diana Crosby, Regional Manager and SVP of Mortgage Lending at Guaranteed Rate. And Ryan Hills, Regional Director at Movement Mortgage. So really just a solid roster of people who know exactly what they're talking about in this area. Um, so the piece looks into why do LOs move shops? What are LOs looking for in a new shop? And what should leadership be focused on for LO retention? This is, we, we have gotten a lot of engagement with this article and on social and just people reaching out. This is something people are very interested in, whether they're the LO looking to move, whether they're the leadership trying to retain their top talent, um, whether you're looking to grow. It's like, how are you going to do that in this environment? And I think that this is a really um, great look. And like you said, talking to those people who are in the trenches and know exactly what that looks like, um, this, it makes it a great article. Absolutely. And I mean, we get all ranges by having that just roster of folks. We have all different kinds of answers that go into that piece, you know, like each person focused on a different thing. So, you know, on the, what are LOs looking for? Some of that answer was tech, but also a lot of it was culture. So you just really get to see all sides of it. Um, and I'm just really excited about this piece. I encourage everyone to go read it. It is a great piece. I, I love it. And I think it's just uh, very timely. You know, another one that we, um, that Jessica wrote was about uh, the winning mindset for LOs looking to get hired. So, you know, these are for people who maybe are part of the, the ones that got laid off, part of the right sizing. So, you know, instead of like, oh, you know, what are people looking for? It's like, okay, what can you do to be the one being hired? Absolutely. For this one, we talked to Courtney Graham. She's Chief Marketing Officer and Chief People Officer at Princeton Mortgage. And I love how Jessica framed this piece because she starts out by exploring how are LOs feeling right now um, and really breaking that out into three different groups. And that's one group of LOs who may feel locked into their current companies due to contractual obligations. That second group, they may be worried about the market, but too timid to make a career move, um, completely understandable. And then that third group of LOs who are just, you know, feeling discouraged about the production difference from, you know, this half of the year compared to the previous two years. Um, and really just kind of exploring all three of those groups, what they're feeling, and then um, tailoring that into the winning mindset for LOs to get hired. I think it's really interesting when you think about, you know, people who might feel like they're sort of locked in, like they're, they don't have a lot of choices because a lot of them, I mean, they might've gotten a big signing bonus, which means like you have to stay here. And so it's interesting when you think about that contract and, and having an employee who might feel like that, maybe you're an employer who also feels like that, right? So I think that this explores some interesting parts of the psychology of how it is that you can think about, about you know, what mindset you need to have so that if you are in that category, you can still be a high achiever. 
Well, and going back to that why LOs move shop piece, it can be kind of terrifying when you think about, you know, companies that have had mass layoffs. The market is very saturated right now with people looking to get hired. So if you're in a stable job and looking to move that, it might not seem like an appealing time right now. No, for sure. And you can also, you know, it can also feel like, you know, I just need to hunker down and do the best here and and wait for more, which actually I do think we're going to have better rates next year. We weren't sure about that until the last couple of weeks, but all indications are that, you know, mortgage rates will get a little bit lower headed into 2023. And so that is good news for all, all the way around for volume, for, for people who um, are looking to buy houses, but especially for LOs. Absolutely. And there's that phrase, hunker down. Hunker down. <laughs> so, you know, the next the next piece I wanted to talk to you about was actually um, from Dustin Owen, who is a contributor, which is great. Um, Dustin is, um, he's a vice president of East Division Sales at Waterstone Mortgage Corp. And he wrote a, a piece called The Next 100 Days Are Key for Mortgage Pros. Tell us about that. I am excited about this piece and I'm going to give another plug here. Um, if you have a contributor piece please send it to me. My email is melissa at hwmedia.com. That's M-A-L-E-E-S-A. But I'm just really excited about this piece because um, it just kind of injects that much needed positivity into our content, um, which is another thing that we are trying to do on the service journalism side. Um, As we've stated a couple of times, it's rough out there. Um, So we want to make sure that, you know, when you visit the homepage of Housing Wire, you're not just inundated with headlines that, you know, might make you feel a little discouraged. So this is one of those like really battle cry, get up and at them kind of headlines. The next 100 days are key for mortgage pros. Um, And he really, he does, you know, he doesn't try and like skirt the issue. He addresses like, it might be tough for the next 100 days. Layoffs are going to happen. Forced mergers are going to happen. Businesses are shutting down. Um, but I mean, at the core of his message is just the things that you can control. And one of those things is again, that mindset. So really great piece on how to march forward into 2023. You know what I really appreciate about Dustin is he is actually a part of a group of loan originators who came to us and said, we love housing wire and we have all of our people read it and we look to it for news. You know, how can we be a part of contributing to like getting people through this hard time? It really came from their heart of they've lived through some, you know, difficult downturns and they're like in the middle of this one, what are some things we can do that would encourage people who are in the industry? This is the, this is the career they've chosen. This is the one they want. They love this. And it's, it's a discouraging time. So how can, how can we help those people? And what a great ask. I mean, like, yes, you can definitely help. And they've signed up to to write different pieces like this from their experience of people who've been through other downturns and are and kind of know what it takes to get through, especially mentally. And I think that that was really interesting when they came um, to us. They were talking about, yes, it is a lot of like, you know, here's some strategic actions you can take in your business. But underneath that is also this mindset shift. And that's why we have several of these articles that are really focused on that. When maybe this time last year, that was not something that we would be reporting on. You know, it was much more about like, how are you going to deal with this onslaught of business? How are you going to, um, you know, just operationally or process wise or whatever? And now it's like, how are you going to mentally prepare 
for the long haul, if it's if it's a long haul, he talks about 100 days. And I think that that is a very realistic goal, but it could be longer. Absolutely. And and like you mentioned, that that whole group, I mean, Sarah, you and I were talking about, you know, how can we get more coverage that, you know, is a little bit more uplifting. So that was just like the perfect answer. Uh, so very excited to see what comes out of this next segment of content. And again, if you have a piece that you have just been itching to get out there, uh, send it over. I'll take a look. Absolutely. And what we're looking for in these pieces and what I think uh, has been highlighted here is they're really thought leadership. These are not people who are like, hey, I have something to sell. Yep. Let me, let me, you know, talk about our product or service. It's really more about like trying to help other people during this time. And, you know, so we're a news site. We, we have to report the news. That's what we're here for. And we know that that's a huge value to our audience. And unfortunately, when, when there's a lot of bad news, it's not like we love bad news. I know one thing I will say is that I meet people all the time who are like, well, bad news gets clicks. I know that that and it's like, no, really, it doesn't. I mean, in B2B, B, bad news does not always get clicks. And we don't write the bad news for clicks. We write it because we feel like we're the, you know, uh, a media site of record for this industry. And it is helpful to everyone to know what's actually happening. But we love also to have some stories that are that are more uplifting or more focused on here's what you can do in the middle of all this bad news. And so that's why I'm so excited about this series. And Dustin kicked it off. There will be other authors that come in from other um, lenders. And so I would say keep looking for that. And, you know, you're going to see more of that um, coming up. It doesn't mean that we won't be reporting on all the things that we normally report on. Balance is key. Balance is key. Um, so it's not just LOs that are in our audience. Uh, obviously, we have tons of real estate folks. So um, the last couple of stories I wanted to ask about are really focused on agents. So tell me about an agent's crash course to VA loans. Yeah. So this was a piece that our editor, Audrey, wrote. Um, she talked to Chris Griffith from Vetted VA for this, um, who is just a wealth of information for all things VA loans. Um, I think she was drinking from a fire hydrant on that interview. <laughs> <laughs> he has um, a lot of knowledge. A lot. And I, she had a fun time, um, learned a lot, and really just kind of translated that into an article about learning the ropes of VA loans as an agent. Um, because, I mean, you know, we maybe I'm guilty of this from originally being on the housing wire only side, um, but I always try and think of these products from like an LO perspective, you know, on the mortgage side specifically, but agents have to know just about everything about these as well. So she really uh, broke down some of the areas that they need to know about as well as financing options that are available to veterans. And then, um, I mean, Chris on the call said it himself. He said, I would tell agents to at least consider for the moment that VA loans could possibly be the most versatile tool in your tool bag. That's a great quote. Um, so I am uh, married to a veteran, so we get uh, you know VA loans when we buy houses. And we did a story a couple years ago now, uh, just when the, the housing market was really taking off, I believe it was in 2020, the end of 2020, maybe 2021. And it was talking about how VA loans can go to the bottom of the pile. When you had all of those, when you had people competing for houses, multiple bid situations, you know, the, the ones that were seen as more difficult, the loans that might, you know, fall through because of an appraisal, or whatever, they kind of went to the bottom of that stack. And that's so unfortunate. Um, we are in a different market right now. And VA loans would be a great thing for agents who maybe had their pick and choose of all those, you know, oh, I've got all of these to choose from for my uh, buyer to really get 
you know, up to speed on. There's also, you know, the fact that you can do an assumable VA loan. So if someone is selling um, and has a much lower interest rate, you can assume the loan at that interest rate. That's huge for this market. But if you're an mm-hmm. agent, you don't know that, um, you might be missing out on an opportunity for your buyers that could also be great for you. Absolutely. And that's where pieces like this are perfect for that audience. So go check it out. We love it. We love to educate both sides, right? We talk about all things housing. And what we mean by that is like, whoever you are in the process, we we want to provide news and information to you um, that's really helpful. And part of that is that cross-pollination. Like if you're an mm-hmm. agent, but you're not really familiar with the, the, the mortgage loan products, that's where we can step in and help. If you're a, a mortgage person, and you don't really know how to make these relationships with agents, that is even more important now than ever. So I love that. I love that all of our sites work together that way. And what is the last one that you wanted to talk about? Yeah. So another piece from Audrey, um, she has been really focused on the agent side, as you can tell. Um, And that is um, agents, the headline to it is agents sell homes faster using these keywords and listings, um, which I found very interesting. She covered a study done by Point2 is the company, and they released a 2022 housing buzzwords report. Um, It was methodical. I was honestly like very impressed with this because the report examined almost uh, 1 million homes um, across all the U.S. and they broke it down both by um, listing price and region. So keywords can very much vary via region um, and that price point as well. So like for example, the 250 to 500k price range, um, some of those top top 10 keywords included like patio, porch, full bath, open floor plan, basement. And basement is where I got really interested because um, as we know from being in the Dallas area, that is highly regional. There are no basements here. Um, So (laughs) that's not a keyword that would pop here. Um, So it made a lot of sense going into it. Like some of it was like, oh yeah, this checks out. But there were also a couple of keywords here and there that truly surprised me. I'm not going to give them away, but go look. I think you'll, it's a fun article. I think the really um, interesting thing about that is it. We talk about real estate agents and their their value in this proposition, and why why do people still need re- real estate agents? And we know that home buyers want real estate agents. They want that expertise. And here's a perfect example of that. It's like okay, uh, for my listing, what should we have in here? What is going to grab the grab the attention of the people that I want to do this. And that really takes knowing your market. It takes knowing your specific region and also what kind, you know, as you said, that the price of house that you're putting on there. And that's not something that, you know, a chat bot is going to be able to do. That's, um, that's just my AI, uh, uh, reference there. <laughs> um, and you know, I live in Kansas now. And so the basement, let me tell you huge, actually the basement part of our house is bigger than the the first floor of the house. It is gigantic and amazing. And I spent part of one night there last week when we had some storms because I wasn't exactly sure, is this going to turn into a tornado? Uh, Apparently all my Kansas friends were laughing at me because that's not going to happen in December, but it seemed like that to me. So um, anyway, basement huge for, for my search terms. I'm sincerely surprised to hear that you camped out because you're from Dallas, you know, like we get them too. It's true, but I will just say, so they had a storm go through in the spring that wiped out a thousand homes in Wichita, which is not a huge place. So I do think the destruction of the tornadoes up there tends to be more and that, that really, uh, you know, that kind of scared me. So yeah, I know I should be tougher. (laughs) 
But on that note, we also recently published an article about property preservation and some of the concerns around that. So go check that one out as well. You know, I thought that was really interesting because when I started at Housing Wire, a lot of our stories were on property preservation. You had, you know, millions of vacant homes that were sitting owned by the bank. And how do you protect them and make sure that they're okay? So a lot of the, you know, a lot of the articles we wrote about sponsored, non-sponsored was about how do you do that? How do you make sure that the grass is cut here? How do you make sure the hail didn't damage when banks own tons of properties? So really interesting to see property preservation packed. Uh, pop back up. We know that it's not anywhere near what it was then, but it's still a really vital service that people can provide. Just a fun little extra plug there. (laughs) Fun little extra plug. Well, Melissa, thanks so much for being on and really helping our audience know that there's just this whole breadth of information that we provide um, with our articles. I love hearing all about it and thanks for being on. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Sarah. How have the 2022 housing market forecast changed? Or how is the industry navigating the shift to a purchase-driven market? HousingWire's premium content program, HW+, answers questions like these and offers a variety of member-exclusive benefits that are tailored to what you need to stay competitive and agile in today's fast-paced market. Go to housingwire.com forward slash membership to join today. With your HW Plus membership, you get access to longer-form digital content, the Housing Wire magazine, member-exclusive rates to in-person events like Housing Wire Annual, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.